0: Um, okay, so, this last week, especially last Wednesday, Wednesday night, I was doing the night shift, and I was practicing Amharic, and, because I'm going to Ethiopia, it, like, in May, May 9th or something, um, by the way, this is, like, March 20-ish, that I'm finding this out, like, 2023, so anyways, I'm, like, I was just, like, practicing Amharic, and I was trying to learn from YouTube and stuff, and then, like, I get in this, like, one word, and I'm, like, because I'm trying to say how to, how to, how to say adopted in Amharic, and so I put it into, and I thought that I found the word adopted in Amharic, so I, like, in Amharic alphabet, so then I put it into the Google search engine, and, like, I didn't really get anything, except I did see this website, which was mind and, um, so the website, this lady, it's basically this website where Ethiopian families are looking for their adopted kids, Or adopted kids are looking for their Ethiopian families. And specifically in Ethiopia. So I was like, well, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like, there was, like, a lot of posts. Like, there was a lot of, like, people looking for their families and stuff like that. And it was, like... Yeah. And honestly, before... Remember, before, I really had no... To look for my parents, or because, and I don't know if it's like now. I don't know if it was because like I didn't want to be disloyal to my American family, and because like they they provided for me, they gave me a healthy life, and like I still have a lot of trauma, that like. But you know, like they loved me. At the end of the day, like they loved me, and they gave me like everything that I needed and all my basic needs, right? And then, like, trauma aside, like, they did love me. And, like, I do consider them my parents and everything like that. So, like, I never questioned things like that. I never were like, you're not my dad. Or, you are not." maybe I did when I was, like, younger. But I really, like, I really wasn't like that. And and I, I still am not like that where I'm like, well, they're my adopted family. Like, so anyways, and I just thought that there really wasn't no hope to find my you know, Ethiopian family, biological parents and stuff, because we barely had any information on them, and like, and I would like to run away from my problems, so I was just like, whatever, I can't change it, like, let's just keep pushing forward, like, that's like my whole motto in life, is just like, let's just keep pushing forward, like, okay, cool, there's a fire, all right, let's just get rid of the fire, and then keep going, and then, and so like, that's how I was just trying to like treat this situation and I always get uncomfortable when people are like well do you want to find them or like do you want to like you know you know what are your bylaws? do you remember them and it's just like I can't I can't remember them and like but at the end of the day Lydia you cannot run away from those emotions or like you know like subconsciously and enter like deep deep down I would be like you know i would wonder and i would wonder all the time about like i would wonder like wow i could have like really lived a whole life like as a little you know like as a you know very village home and like you know and i remember like our our mud house and you know with the straw roof and like i remember like almost like this green you know, like cornfield that was in the back, and it was like mountainous and lush and stuff, and just like I'd be barefoot and I would just be like running around, and so it was just like it would be just a different life than I would have right here, but I didn't really think much of it because I was, you know, doing martial arts. I was thinking I was a fucking philosopher of like, and working and like dealing with um with family drama here, and. Anyways, okay, going back to the story, I put in the word for, like, adopted, and then, like, I got on Google, like, this one website that was basically, like, these parents are looking, these Ethiopian parents are looking for their kid that they put up for adoption, right, and then I was like, hmm, and then, like, some, like, adoptees were looking for parents. So it was just, like, a whole, like, actual fucking database of, like, adoptions and, like, r- like finding your roots and stuff like that. And so just for the fun of it, I was, like, and I didn't have any, you know, too much hope. I just put my name in there because, f- and remember my name, like, in America especially, I've never heard of, I've never um, seen it spelt the way that it's spelt for me. And, so, like, the L-I-D-Y-A, so I've never seen it spelled like that, so, like, I honestly get really, like, oh my god, that's cool, like, when I see somebody who spells it like that, and the first time I saw somebody spelled like that was when I went to, when I had a layover in Qatar, and I was going to, um, ethiopia and like the flight attendant had the same name as me i'm like oh that's cool like is it spelled the name and she's like yeah i'm ethiopian i'm like what the fuck so that was cool and like i just really thought that the spelling was unique and stuff and so i put it into the database and like holy fuckery there was a page that like had this like little girl's picture on it and like it looks like me dude it looks like me, and I have, like, my little chubby cheeks, and I'm wearing this, like, little skirt, and I remember, I only had, like, two articles of clothing, like, when I was very young, but I do remember that I had just, like, this little skirt, and, but yeah, and I, and, like, the picture just looks like me, because I had these big, now my face is slim, but when I was younger, it was more puffy, and, like, um chubby and yeah and then there was a picture of my biological mom and honestly i don't remember my biological mom like her face feature but i remember like i don't remember much but like her like my biological mother's face is like long and now now my face is long and then I think there's this picture of my brother, um, on there because, and it says that my mother Abenish and Samuel is looking for me. Both mother and father are looking for me, and I told my, see, my parents were told by the agency that m- that my dad was dead, and for a lot of international adoptions, like it's com, it's like for, since international adoption is, like, sort of extreme for a kid, like, you need, like, you, so, one of the little things is, like, okay, one of the parents to be dead, um, so, but, like, when I came to America, I was, like, mm, and, like, when I learned English, I was, like, yeah, dad, mom, like, my dad isn't dead, like, he didn't die in a farming accident, I don't know where you heard that, and so, they were, like, oh, really, like yeah so that was and i never thought i never thought too much about it or questioned it i was just like oh they lied about that but now i'm fucking furious fucking furious because not only do i find this page which is a whole mind fuckery because I never expected, like, for my biological parents to look for me. And so they have the region, right? They have the Kampata region. And and then there's the name Samuels. And my my dad in America, my dad told me, like, yeah, um, I believe, like, in one of your par- in papers that your last name is Samuels. And it says Lydia Samuels on the thing. Okay, and just to clarify, like first of all, Samuels is pretty common in Ethiopia, which I didn't know, and Lydia is pretty common and the spelling and stuff like that. So so first they have the name right, they have the region right, and they have the Samuels right. And they have the fact that my dad, my dad is uh, is alive, which I told them when I was older. Okay, so now the fact that I'm like, what the fuck? So I was freaking out, and I was like, "Oh my God! I don't even know how to like look at this information." And it was like, "Um, Mother Abenish and Samuel is looking for their daughter, um, as well as their bro, as well as her brother as well." And I remember having an older brother, just like a couple years older than me, and like he would like kick around a ball, and like he taught me how to whistle, and that's about it like, he was, like, the cool brother, and, so, yeah, so then, this was at, like, 4 a.m., because I'm doing the night shift, so then I called my dad, because, like, Abdi didn't pick up the phone, so I called my dad, and he's, like, so I sent him the website, and he's, like, oh, my god, he's, like, just calm down, calm down, this could be a scam, Uh, like, you know, and, like, need to like this could you know like his whole police thing and so then like yeah so then I have like the conversation with dad and everything and like like his concerns and my concerns about it and okay so then now we have an idea of like oh my gosh like there might be a family that is looking for me the other thing that i am more fucked up about is i asked my dad so um when i was looking up um like ethiopian adoptions and like and stuff like that when i went to google i saw a whole bunch of shit like Okay, so first of all, um, NAMES specifically is the Better Futures Adoption Agency, which is the agency that my parents worked with. So they were this Minnesota adoption, Minnesota-based, but they worked in Ethiopia. And so they were found to basically child trafficking kids. And I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't know the agency that my my parents picked. And my dad, and so I was like, so who was the agency? He's like, I think it was called Better Futures Agency. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I, when I Googled it, I found all of this stuff about child trafficking and how they were mis- um, like, um, doing wrong with their um, the age, um, how old the kid is. Like, for example, like they didn't have an um they, my parents didn't know how old there was. so when I went to, like, the Ethiopian judge, the Ethiopian judge was like, oh, you're, like, really tiny, because I was malnourished, it was like, you're, like, three years old, so they put my name, like, put my age as 2006, but when we came to America a couple years later, and I was, like, growing and everything, like, and we did a bowl density, I was, like, four years older than that, I was, like, three or four years older than that, so then we had to change that, so... Yeah, so they lied about the age. They lied about the fact that, that my father was dead. Yeah. Anyways, so they were fine to be like whole child trafficking. I'm not even kidding you. When you look up Better Futures Adoption Agency, it is holy fucked up. And like there were links to um having transitional homes uh, like for the so the kid would be found um there would be cases of like the police the police were paid to um find babies and then they would get money for it um mother um um like there would be a middleman specifically a middleman who would Tell the mothers like, oh, okay. There's, you know, like there's a family in America that's wealthy that's gonna give your kid an education, and like you're going to have like regular contact with them and stuff like that. Okay, mind you that this is like a whole like, um, this is a very village, like village people and like very traditional cultures and stuff like that. Like it is not American, where like you know, like where you. Um, you know, like you can get an abortion or where you can, you know, like you give up an, a kid for adoption and you sort, you understand the process of adoption. Like you're giving up a kid and you probably don't have contact with them. Like another whole human family is taking care of them. Like that is not the most, like, that's not the most like understandable thing in very traditional Ethiopian village culture. Like, it's not common, and like it, and like for, and for these middlemen, it it's, it's basically, into, like it's coercing them into this idea, and, like, I'm explaining it so bad, but I I wish it, like, you guys could like look up the articles and stuff like that, and, okay, so anyways. Um, these middlemen would be coercing people to give up the kids, because, okay, so in 2002, the cases for, like, Ethiopian adoptions were, like, uh, uh, like, 150, mm, uh, 150 international adoptions, so basically 150, like, um, kids were adopted from Ethiopia, right, in 2010, that number fucking increased to two thousand and two hundred. Two thousand in less than what a decade and so and that number kept increasing from 2003 to 2004 and 2008 and and it was like what the fuck. and when you see that kind of chump that's when you can see that there is a form of child trafficking or that there is like illegal things happening and this can be and like those numbers and the amount of kids can go up because you can be lying about how many like many of those kids their parents they had two parents they had a parent they had a relative that could cared for them they had you know like they had family they were not orphaned and most of the times that's what the families are thinking, that they're orphaned. But they're not. They're not. Like, orphans are, like, for, uh like, that's not even that, 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 like, that is not that, that common in this kind of culture. Because you have to think of, like, the, like, the village culture, like, everybody takes care of the kid. And, like, so, Yeah. And, but, when you have international adoption money, which, like, my parents paid, like, over 20 grand to bring me from the, like, for my full adoption, like, with all the fees and everything, I don't even know where the fuck the money went, but they paid a shit ton of money for me. And, okay, so, first of all, money should not be equivalent to a kid, but, so, yeah, and, like, money of those, like, um, and the money, like, it wouldn't be going into the orphanages, like, some of the, uh, some of the money, it would be, like, um, the orphanages, they would be, like, okay, we'll give you some kids in order for us to build, in order for, for that money of the kids to be used for a project to build the school, what the fuck? you're going to sell a kid to build a school, or to upgrade your, that's basically what's just happening, or, like, to, um, to upgrade the facilities, or upgrade, you know, like, even if they're, like, we're going to build a playground, but, like, how are you going to get that money, because, like, like, if you think about it in a horrible way of, like, thinking of it as a business, the business is, you're trying to, like, the whole reason that this was so fucking problematic is because families were looking for kids, and like when the kids weren't there for the for the numbers, like for increased in demand, like so many because of infertility issues, and like, um, like you know parents can't like r- get kids so like, and like Ethiopia wasn't part of the Hague treaty, so like. Um, So then it was sort of easier to adopt kids from Ethiopia. So then all of these fucking families flocked to Ethiopia and found these kids. But not found these kids. Middlemen would be finding these kids because there was a huge demand of American and other countries looking for kids, right? Families looking for kids. And then, like, when Ethiopia was like, yeah, we don't, I mean, like, we don't have that many kids. Especially when you want the age of, like, three we don't have any kids that are actually, like, that don't have parents that don't have, you know, that have, you know, don't have parents that are, like, orphaned. Because that's a really small number for them to not have any, or like, so then they lied about it. They lied about the age. They lied about um the parents being orphaned. And they would find kids. They would be specifically looking. Like for example. Like when a mom was at the hospital. Or she was having a mental illness and stuff. And then there would be a person from an agency. That would be like. Well give up your kid for adoption. There would be somebody in the family. Or an uncle or somebody. That would be like. Well give up the kid for adoption. What the fuck. That's coercion. And like when it's happening to you. You do not understand. And it's not like. And it is not like America didn't know about the corruption and coercion of uh, international adoption when it was really blown up in 2010. They had cases of it in 2008. They had cases of it uh, like before the 2010. And I was adopted in 2009. And that's when it like... That's when it like fucking blew up, and that's when like things in two thousand ten like when everything started to shut down, but in the midst of that it was still going on, it was still messy it's not like it- it like because it really got better it the improving happened after the two thousand eleven the after the two thousand twelve it didn't happen in the because my dad he was like, well you know like my our adoption case, it, it closed in 2010. I'm like, well, you still adopted me into the So I'm saying, and the sad part is that, like, my adoption was probably unethical. There is a high percentage that my adoption was unethical. Falsified papers, not having the information, coercion from possibly my mother to give me up. And my parents, I don't blame them for it. They were, like, they were just, they just wanted another kid. And they wanted to raise another kid. They had no fucking clue about, like, the corruption that the agency was part of. Or that the orphanage was part of. And a lot of these families didn't. Yeah. So that's, and this is me in like a somewhat stable condition of finding this out. And I don't even know if I'm fully expressing my anger. And yeah, but when those first couple days in that week, when I found out that my biological family could possibly be looking for me, I was astonished. I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then, when, and then now going into this whole fucking rabbit hole of child trafficking, coercion, corruption, of 2,000 plus kids, and and over a series of 10 years, that's a lot of kids that were maybe just picked up, that were maybe just coerced into it, that weren't truly... You know, don't the adoption. Especially international adoption. Because I have no fucking clue who my parents are. I have no fucking email or whatsapp or phone number to contact them with. Remember when people freaked out when, you know, like Trump. Uh, like when um, those kids were separated at the borders from their parents. Remember that? And we were like, why the fuck would you be separating adults from your kids? That's what I keep thinking about. I'm like, what the fuck? And now, like, this rosary color of, like, oh, yeah, because of this, like, story. Even I fucking believe this story of, like, oh, my God, there's millions and millions of orphaned kids in Ethiopia that are just hungry, that need a home, that need you guys. It's not millions. Because first of all, most of these families are looking for a three-year-old. They're looking for babies. They're not looking for the older kids. They're not looking for the kids that have AIDS. They're not looking for, you know, disabilities or any mental issues. They're looking for the fucking kids, which is rare. But a lot of them got them. And it's like, how did you get them? How did you get that many kids to solve all of the, because would my parents have adopted me if I was seven years old? Even my friends had told her, they said that she was five, bro, she was more like eight, nine. She was much older. because they wanted us to be more adoptable. Even Satoda, she had a brother. I had a mother. I had a father, I had a brother. And like, so many kids were found from these like very village southern nations. The SNNPR, like the Kambata region, Awasa, Hosanna. So many kids, like almost half of the kids that were adopted. And there is a seventy percent chance that my my adoption was unethical. And I I can see it even more when my dad, he was like, you know, one of the guys that when uh, when we went to pick you up, you know, like, that was part of the agency. He just reminded me of a thug. That's suspicious. When my, when, when they learned that my, I was much older than I was. When I learned that, like, my father was actually not dead, that I told them that. Oh, and the fact that, like, they were supposed to, ha- my parents, they were, why did they not have a meeting with my biological mom? And I still don't know the answer to that. Could she not make it to the appointment? Did the adoption agency not even tell her? Because this was all taking place in Addis Ababa. It is like a six-plus-hour drive from where she was probably living. She doesn't have a car. Even from the bus, it would be six hours. And then how how would they get or like the updates you know And the thing is like this whole thing is so messy because here I am on the other side and I I have a home I have I have a dad who loves me and I have a mom that, like, in her own fuckery way, loves me. And I, you know, like, I have a good life here with all my basic needs met. Like, it's not the first, like, in our developmental cycles of, um, you know, world poverty. Like, I'm not in that group anymore. But am I any happier than what I would have been if I was in a, you know? And poverty poverty is not a good excuse for international adoption. It just would have been a different life. But I was robbed of that life. And I've never been mad about my adoption before or really even thought much about it. But when I see the backstory of what it could be that my biological mom could not have fully consented or not even fully understood what consent meant about all of this, would she have known that I would not talk to her for like the rest of my life, that my parents would not be updating her, that I would lose all contact with her, that she would never ever see me again? Did she tell them that right age? Did she tell them that my my dad was dead? Or was it the agency that did all this shit? Was it the orphanage that fucking falsified my papers? And why do I not have a full background story with the dates and the region I was born in? You know, a full background story with names. And why are those information so hard to find? Yeah. So anyways, that's currently my life. There's just so much stuff I've been finding out in the last week, last, like, only couple of days, that's just like, holy fuck, and it's just, it's gonna change, like, who I am.